jokes, yes. culture, and innovation at the same time. Whoa, they know, they know, they know. I just wanna be James Bond. I just wanna be, be, be. I just wanna drop out. Culture. I wanna know that. We, we not bougie, but I, I feel like I'm. I just don't wanna. I'm, I'm tired of pooping. <laughs> Welcome to the comedy trap house. I get the joke now. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Comedy Trap House I am your host, Stevie Rome Green Hold on, I'm trying to get my mic situated It's acting wild In the Comedy Trap House with me I got none other than Cam Say hello, Cam Morning What's that? Morning So, we have this running joke When we used to Walk to the gym <laughs> When we used to walk to the gym uh, We live in a very uh, Hispanic uh, Area We live in California We live in California And when we used to walk We would see a lot of uh, Mexican The Mexican community is around us And when we used to speak to them In the morning Everyone um, responded With the same Type of answer We would say good morning And they would say Morning And it's just forever funny It's honestly I don't know if this is the right word for it But it's kind of adorable <laughs> They never say good morning They never say this morning They always say morning, morning. <laughs> And it makes you feel good it's always the same inflection It's always the same sound Whether it's a man or a woman It's the same morning. thing And we've I ad- love it We've adopted it And uh, shout out to The Latina community <laughs> Um, the Latin, cause the Latin. Latina is this well, Latin is a whole nother. Yeah, thing. but I mean, Hispanic. It, it, there we go. But, all right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Latina is a I, woman. You just say yeah, yeah. Exactly. You just only Latina, the Latino. Yeah. What about the Hispanic? Yeah. Okay, there we go. It's all. You know what? I used to get confused with that a lot. I used to say Spanish, and the people say you can't say Spanish because that's a Spain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's, a, and it's a language. And then I was like, all right. So what do you say? And they're like, Hispanic. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then you know when you're talking to a woman who's Hispanic, Latina, and then Latino, you know I need to get up on Spanish. I took two years of it and I don't remember any of it. So oh, I took Spanish all my life, and all I remember is curse words and a couple <laughs> of numbers up to about fifteen. That's one of my goals is to learn another language, and I guess I should start with that one. You're so. never gonna do it. <laughs> that Not was like. that was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're never gonna do it. Uh, we're back. It's Tuesday. Um. I know you guys are wondering, like, man, where's everybody at? But, you know, everybody's working hard. And, uh, you know, I think me and Cam just like talking. So, and we like talking about life. And uh, usually our boss talks. Yeah, if we could record everything we talked about around the house, you would have a vo- volumes of, of information because we always doing that. So, you guys get tidbits of, um, of info. Uh, last week. We went to host a um, YouTube black dinner So I wanted to uh, talk about that Because that's a real important thing Is it the first ever? YouTube? Yeah, it was the first ever yeah, YouTube, black, YouTube dinner. black dinner Yeah. So basically for those who don't know that YouTube has a portion of YouTube Called YouTube Black Which is basically all the top um, Not top, but all the, the, the black creators I mean a lot of it is the top black creators But it's a it's a community of the black creators, and they do different events. Um, when we were in D, that was the thing we were in DC for last year was a YouTube Black um, Summit Summit, um, along with a fan fest, the YouTube YouTube fan fest. Um, yep. That's where we got to you know talk to Issa. I mean, Common was there. Um, who who else came through? Uh, um, Run Run DMs. Uh, who yeah, Rev, Rev Run, Run Rev Run came through. So it was just a it's a big uh, like. Uh, it's just an atmosphere of black creators and, and doing great things and businesses and things like that. So this year uh, we got invited to host the first annual YouTube Black Dinner. So we got to come up with the theme. Um, we got to, you know, kind of pick the menu. No, we did. I thought it was going. I thought it was along with the theme. No, I wanted to do a night of Wakanda, but yeah. when they came to us to host, it was it was a little further in the creative process. Oh, okay. Than, I thought it, it was wasn't a, from scratch because okay. what I wanted to do was a night in Wakanda, and I wanted all the food to be African food, so mm-hmm. that 
Cause I know a lot of black people haven't tried African food. Like yeah. only only when I try is Ethiopian, and I love it. So I was like, let's get some Ethiopian food, some Nigerian food, and whatever other um African food we can find out here in L.A. Yeah, and let's do it. Cause it was at the Black Museum. Yeah. I was like, but they did their best to try to accommodate some of our ideas. So they got these um like blankets, these African blankets Very that nice made blankets. in Mali. It was crazy. Off the Ivory Coast. Was, and yeah, it was, it was beautiful. They were beautiful. So each person got one of those. And then, you know, they, they tried to they tried their best since they, you know, it was a little late bringing yeah. us on. But it was great. But, yeah, everything turned out well. And, you know, it's funny. Did you did you feel any pressure to, to host? No. Nah. Because, yeah, you know, sometimes some people feel like hosting, you got to uh, kind of show out. But well, let I, me take that back. I felt a little pressure before they told us exactly what they what wanted we were doing. us to do. Like okay. when they were like, "I want y'all to host, come up with something." Like, All right, so we thought it might be really, like really entertaining. I thought like, we was gonna yeah, be yeah. like on stage most of the night coming up. I look at, I say this not to sound arrogant, but we are some of the best hosts that I've came across as far as events. Because I take our house parties for example. Mm-hmm. We move around. I mean, first off, we have all the amenities. And just like the dinner, the I mean, of YouTube, of course, helped with that. They had the dinner set up. They had, you know, the blankets. They had the menu. They had entertainment. Um, uh, and they had drinks. But as far as, like, really connecting with people, talking to people, I feel like we do a really good job of that. I, I mean, I think it's not arrogant. I just think once you go to a bunch of parties, house parties at least, mm-hmm. and you see how those go, mm-hmm. You notice that, dang, we do a lot of things differently. Like a lot of things that yeah. we do at our party, now I'm starting to expect when I go to another house party, yeah. and it's not that. So I'm a little like, dang, well, we a little different because at our house party, you come in, it's gonna be food. Of course, if it run out, it's does first that, come, first serve. Does that diminish the experience for you? It kind of does, because now I'm comparing this to ours. Okay. Now that we throw house parties, I'm comparing it to ours, and if it's like if it. Our parties are so fun. So we'll have food, yeah. first come, first serve. Yeah, so of course. if you come late, you may not get food. Yeah. But then we have all the liquors. Mm-hmm. So you got every liquor you want. And then we have games set up in a certain area of the house. You have any game you think of, Uno, Cards, Connect Four. Taboo. We got the, the not the giant Jenga, but the medium size. The me- <laughs> we got like, medium. It, we it's, got in between, it's in between the, uh, the, the regular one. <laughs> And then the huge one is right yeah. in between. We got the medium Jenga going yeah. on. One time we had Twister. We have all kind of games in the section. And that's what the people you know has got social anxiety. Yeah. That's a good icebreaker for mm-hmm. you to talk to people. And then we have a dance floor. And Mike is DJing. So we dancing all night. I'm usually over there getting everyone dancing. And then outside, you know, if you smoke or anything, people mm-hmm. out there smoking and talking. We have the fire pit going. Then the, we got the gazebo with the, the Christmas lights mm-hmm. on it. So people go sit out there and just chill. So we have all these things for every type of person. If you want to drink, if you want to smoke, you got that. If you want to play games to, for the icebreaker, you got, you got that. that. If you want to dance, you got that. So it's like it's this full-on experience that's this never dies until it's completely and over. And what's crazy and then, is everybody moves around accordingly like nobody stays in one area like i feel like everybody touches Mm -hmm. each area like we one minute some of us would be in the living room one minute some of us of us would be in like the dining room podcast area some some one minute people would be outside and i think that's what everybody likes about a party because they get to they get to talk to all of us we all you know having fun nobody and everybody so many people have we came check to, on people. Yeah. We gonna say, do you need anything? Yeah, yeah. You 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 want a drink? You want you want food? You, yeah. If you want smoke, you know it's outside. What you what what you? So want many people I've ran into have uh, that, or so many people who I talked to after our parties, like yo, I met so and so at your party. They were cool. I met so and so at your party. They were, you know, what I'm saying, and it's just like that's a cool thing. I want to always be known for that. And then it got to the point where we were like, dang, we don't even want to throw too many because mm-hmm. we don't want it to get, be special. <laughs> we don't want to get saturated. We only do it on our birthday. Like once or twice a year. It's like, naturally spread out already. And yeah. then people be like, that's the best house party I've been to in LA. Yeah. I'm like, and we doing this with no budget really. Yeah, so yeah. Ma- I said, imagine when we really got the budget. Oh yeah. Really can bring more stuff in. It's not going to make it worse. It's only going to yeah. make it better. Uh, speaking of parties, this is, leads me to talk about uh one of our good friends who you guys know um tristina 
her birthday was oh, on God, the first. You should have brought her on here. I know. We was gonna talk about I it. I just got to talk about her. You knew you were gonna talk about it. She should have been here. Dude, it but been I don't. Better. You know, I don't know her life. Her life is always everywhere. But she had a birthday party on Saturday. A party that she didn't want to be a party, but she wanted people to come, but not turn into a party. But she invited a lot of people so it can be a party. And she also had a DJ, but she didn't want to be a party. If that's confusing to you, it was also confusing to us. And it turned into a party. And it turned into a party, like we said. But that was that was fun. But what I want to point out is, it is such a drastic difference between women and men birthdays. It is mm-hmm. a very drastic difference. Tristina is. Of the very feminine woman, she doesn't have she. Everybody, male and female, have we both have masculine, feminine in us. Some carry more feminine than others. Tristina is one of those. Like <laughs> you can just tell, like her, her eyes light up at the fact that people are here at this party. <laughs> when you show up, she don't want you to leave. It's just, it's just a, it's a lot. It's a beautiful thing, and I and it is is very is very admirable of her because you know some people don't care about their birthdays at all. Some people don't care, about, and, and and it's cool to see somebody care that much. But it's also interesting to see the drastic change between her and if like Cam had a birthday party. Not saying you're not going to appreciate everybody being there. But you're not tripping if if it ain't. You may not know that's my birthday yeah. unless you know it's my birthday. Yeah, but. Like most girls on their birthday, this is how I'm gonna describe it. And only people that watch Dragon Ball Z is gonna <laughs> get this. So, this is the first analogy that came to my mind. A girl's birthday, for the most part, at least all the ones I've been to, is like when Goku does his spirit bomb. And basically, what the spirit bomb on Dragon Ball Z is, he needs energy from every living organism to make this bomb. Yeah. This, this special attack he does. So you'll see when he does that, you'll see deers look up. The energy's coming off the deers. You see humans look up. The energy's coming off the humans. The energy's coming off the plants. And it's all accumulating in this one big final attack, this, this fireball mm-hmm. that he's going to shoot out. Mm-hmm. So that's what I compare a girl's birthday to. All the attention, all these people that's here, all this energy is being sucked into yeah. this one one person, Tristina, was just receiving all this energy, and her <laughs> eyes were lighting up. She was happy, and at the end, she just shot that fireball, and she was happy. That's why the next day is almost like a hangover. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's done. It's, it's done. over. And like you can't miss if if you have a close um, girl, girl. That's that's you can't you, miss their birthday. You can't, you, 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 that you man can't in the friendship. For us, for me, it won't end the friendship. I'm like, all right, cool. You have something. Because she told us she was upset at us because she was like, "Y'all are one of my closest friends. You're not gonna stay behind and help me clean, (laughs) mind you." She's been to about ten of our parties. Ain't never clean. Ain't never stay behind. And we not gonna start now. So for her to come to me and say that, no, no. no, And then she said, "Y'all came late." I was like, "Who cares? We're here." It's a party, a party, and that's how I end. think. But I'm trying to step outside of myself. But even when I do that, I'm like, I still wouldn't get. Long as you show up, I'm not tripping. You can show up for 30 minutes. Hey, I just came to say what's up, and that's a big gesture for you. If you just showing up to say what's up, you ain't had to drive out here to, to do that. It's a house party. Who just showing up early? I can see if it was a dinner where yeah, everyone yeah, got to yeah. be there at a certain time yeah, for yeah. this to happen. Yeah, but this is a house. Party. It's a house party. What? It ain't no on time. Yeah, she also. <laughs> it's either too early. To that's her, it. to her defense, she said this is her first time doing something like this because she's never had this many close friends and what y'all don't know about Tristina is funny because 75% of her close friends are through us <laughs> so it's funny it's just, it's just funny Tristina is a funny funny woman but happy birthday again to her and um yeah so that was that was fun. we did a live stream on her birthday it was just a lot she's she's funny she funny she need to come back on here and then, then you talk about that. Today if you was gonna talk about this, if you told me you was gonna talk about this, I would say bring her on. This would have made this podcast hilarious. We got to get her back one of these days next um, week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, what happened? I want to talk about how. Oh, okay, gotcha. Do you remember what some things? Them gift suites that they sometimes invite us to, where you just come and a bunch of yeah. people they invite and you get free stuff. Been to two, yeah. Well, the last one we went to, you remember when we were getting interviewed 
by this young black dude and he had high top and chairs like this is my son and yeah. all that. That's a testament to let you know you never know who's gonna become who. Mm-hmm. You should be nice to everyone. Not mm-hmm. just because of who they may become, but it's just be nice. Yeah. But just in case, you never know who they're gonna become. Know, yeah. I found out yesterday that he starred in it. That's hilarious. I didn't watch it, but yeah, I, I didn't watch was, it for some reason I seen it on Shadow and he was about to be in something else. I'm like, oh, I know this dude. They like <laughs> star um um they like star from it. I like I went and look. He was an it. He was interviewing us That's two funny. or three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And now he's starring in movies and oh. got another movie deal. I'm like, you just never know. That's a testament. Don't give up on your dreams. You literally never know. I mean, you never know who's going to become who. So treat everyone with respect. Speaking of not giving up your dreams. So Sunday, the Oscars happened. Mm-hmm. And so James Ivory, who was. 89 years old or something like that he won his first Oscar and he's now the oldest Oscar winner mm-hmm. and that's a testament to not giving up because he 89 low key if he was to die a day after that he probably would be satisfied in his heart because he because he, he had not got nominated three or four times before never won mm-hmm. and, he fin- and he finally won and I was like you know what that's cool because <laughs> he could have stopped making feel he could have won for um a I think it was a he directed something called "Call Me by Your Name." Oh, it was the adaptation. Um, for, I guess a book for, to a, oh, okay, to a movie. Okay. Yeah, the "Call that's Me by cool. Your Name." And I was like, you know what? Well, like, that's cool. Keep going, James. <laughs> Out here winning in '89, and it's like I wonder if it means the same to him. Be it, I feel like it would, but then again, I don't know if he's just like, well, you know, about time. Y'all I feel like this is something he really wanted. Then yeah, then, yeah it's like yeah. man. It took me this long to get it, and I finally got. It's it like when Leo. Like, what if he started when he was his. like fifty? I mean, what if he started when he was like twenty-five? It took him a, a fifty years. It's 55. like when Leo finally got his. Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you happy? You happy? And even even if you feel like you should have won it on other ones, you just like you know what? I take this up. I take I take what I can get. Um, but the Oscars were good. Like I'm, I'm becoming a fan of Jimmy Kimmel hosting it because he just be having me laugh. He's good. That's just me. He, he obviously be laughing. He had a good team of writers. He was good, he, good host. He's good. What's interesting is they said the ratings were down, of course, but they said when there's a blockbuster hit, it's usually the ratings are up. So mm-hmm. I feel like next year they're gonna be up if Black Panther gets. Oh, Black Panther's gonna be winning some awards. And no, no, they say if it gets nominated because they have there's an issue where it's like because it's not a uh, what do you call it. They usually don't do. They usually focus on the smaller things like the smaller budget feel like or like you know Titan superhero movies don't really get in there, but they kind of got it. This one it's more of a cultural thing. Like they got wow. to. And they, no, that's what I said. They gon' you ain't even got. We ain't gonna talk about that. They put. But what if they don't? These people surprise no, no, us. They ain't dumb because the whole when they were trying to boycott the Oscars was so white and yeah, all yeah. of that, this and that. They don't want to go they back to that. No, and the ratings will be booming. And then the ratings will be ratings. for a rating standpoint. From you don't want people protesting this, and you know they gonna win some of them awards. Yeah, they gonna. They that's gonna be in there. Trust me. And so, and they got. They gotta give. They gotta win something. They for sure. They definitely win something. For sure. Uh, sure. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Speaking of him, I love that he won for best screenplay. But better than him winning was the reaction of Keegan to him winning. I don't know if you saw. I ain't it. see it. Oh, yeah, nah. you're not on social. This man <laughs> was on top of his chair screaming like. Like standing up and like that's a real friend. This is not like yeah, this is yeah. a, people were taking pictures of him. This is not like he was doing this for camera. Yeah, These yeah. Are people, they took pictures. Yeah. They was at and some, like he on his phone. He he just, wasn't at the Oscars. He was at some other event watching yeah. the Oscars with people, and he was just screaming. I like that's I a watch. real friend right there, boy. You should be happy. It wasn't. I didn't know video. I, at least it's just pictures. Oh, it's you just see, pictures. You oh, can see oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Such a speech. He's holding what you can see every. Morsel in his face, the proud, proud and happy. Like that's true. Because that's happiness for his friend. He's the first black screenwriter to win. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. Like all it's been ninety years of Oscars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ninety years, mm-hmm. and this to this past Sunday was the first one. It's but I feel like it's starting to wave, and it's going to be more. 
I feel like it's it's gonna be. He's out of here. Oh First, yeah, the I mean, amount of money that movie made. Now he got an Oscar for it. Yeah, he yeah no, he's out of his here. Pri- the price went up. The for price him went all the way for up. Sure. Fat for sure. Fat Joe. Every time they call him for ne- contract negotiations, he play all the way up by Fat Joe. <laughs> he just edit. And I just wonder. I was like, yo, that that has to be an amazing. It's your first directorial movie, the first movie you written and putting out like that. I mean, he said he worked on it. He said he worked on it six, seven years. I mean, he said he'd been working on it because he'd been changing it. He'd been doing a lot, but just it's the it's the Keegan impact. Said ten years. He'd been working on it for ten so, years. That's a lot. That's how it be. These movies, ten years. Like um, Christopher Nolan wrote um, Inception for ten years. That's a lot. That's a lot. But when you look at Inception, you like I get it because. That's a lot of stuff. This movie we working on been in process for five <laughs> years. It changed stories many times. It changed stories many times. Five Scenes years. get swapped out. Things get so changed. That's how I just go with movies. It, it could be years. Like People be having these projects for years, and yeah. they finally get on. They get the opportunity to make these things. But it's better to, to have it like that because you don't, you don't rush the process. And, and that's one it's thing. Your time is your time. You don't want to rush the process. And ha- man, who knows? Had he put it out. Two years ago, might maybe might would have been the same impact. Mm-hmm. Or if they put it out next year, you know, who you just never know. And when it's your time, like you said, it's it's definitely your time. But I like I do like Jimmy Kimmel. I I he he's good. He's good because he had good jokes. <laughs> Speaking of time and the whole Times Up movement, um, the Weinstein Company is being bought by a female led investor group, mm. which I feel like is only right. Mm-hmm. So they gonna buy it. They gonna change the name mm-hmm. and then keep making movies. Humble. Oh yeah, Weinstein's humble. But I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's women cool. are buying it back and then. But now that's gonna give opportunity to so many women because they gonna be. I know they gonna they gonna just give all types of. Well, right now to, to me, this is the best time to be a woman. Or let me finish explaining. Best time to be a woman, especially a black woman in film, because they can. So many opportunities. Oh, like, yeah. If you a, a black female creator, you getting. Like, oh, yeah. Look at Lena. Look at Issa. Look at um, Tiffany. Like, Ava. they are killing it. Lapita. All of them. Ava. Shonda. They are killing it right yeah. now. Like, they getting deals left and right. So it's hot, but we got to keep it hot and, you know, keep growing, keep supporting each other, keep supporting those women. And everybody keep coming up with these black creators. So it yeah. don't turn out to be like the 90s all over again where we had this hot streak and then it just ends. Yeah. But I don't think it's because that's always it. strange to me. I don't know what happened to that. Like I think about like because I was listening to a podcast with Tate Diggs mm-hmm. the other day, and he was talking about that that wave that he was on because he was on a wave with all them Morris, every, all them. And somebody asked him, "Do you think if they would have had social media, it would have been a stronger wave?" And he was like, "Definitely, of course." He was like, "Definitely, of course." But he said this the industry just wasn't ready at the time that like now people are speaking up you know people so people weren't speaking up back then so it, it was tough for them to push through the threshold of of white hollywood and stuff like mm-hmm. that so they just kind of had to sit back and kind of take what they were given you my know. thing is and that's and that's the difference now though i can't say they wasn't doing it but most of the black creators that's big now they're creating their own stuff yeah, for like sure. so when you create, you already got more power than just if you're an actor and you got going mm-hmm. auditions. Because if you create, you create your opportunity. Yeah, because so, if they want that movie that you created, they're going to have to take you and all everything yeah, with so it. So it's like Jordan Peele. He's a writer and director. So he going to make his opportunities and then put other black people in it. Mm-hmm. Or um, Ryan Coogler. He's mm-hmm. a writer, director. He's going to make his opportunities. Issa, mm-hmm. writer, going to make her opportunity. Lena, writer, make it's her power. opportunity. She does, Lena just signed a deal with a... Um, a film production company to bring more projects out. There it is. So it's just like that. For anybody who's listening to this and who's a creator, male or female, and who is has been writing or creating stuff, you are in the absolute best time period of life right now. Because... <laughs> Between all the digital platforms, between all the TV platforms, but the the regular cable, the everything, it is so much content to be sold to be made. Mm-hmm. Regardless, yeah, it may be on a smaller budget, whatever. Gotta start somewhere. You gotta start somewhere, and that one thing 
honestly, for example, you could write a, a web series, eight episodes, and whether it be on YouTube or whether it be with a small company or anything, and you might not think nothing of it. And then two years later, some random executive or Issa or Lint might be come across and be like, "Yo, what's this?" And you get re- and you'll be like, "I mean, we said it plenty of times." <laughs> Donald Glover started on YouTube. Yeah. Issa Rae started on YouTube. Justin Bieber. Started you just don't YouTube. know what's gonna happen. Dormtainment started on YouTube because the internet floats. It just floats. Clips float because it could be a little clip from something. They'd be like, "Well, where's the whole thing at?" Then they go watch the whole thing. They're like, "Oh, this this dope." And it just stuff like that. Putting out and the content. You gotta be patient, but you gotta work hard because it ain't easy. Oh no! But once you no. get in there, you in. And if you're good, you'll stay. Listen, it's been a many days I've cussed in this house because it ain't easy. But sometimes you gotta cuss You gotta let it out But then you keep going You don't stop You can be frustrated That's fine But you just gotta keep going This month Next week Is it next week? Uh, let me see Yep Next week is our Ninth year anniversary Of Dormtainment's existence Nine In business So That lets you know You gotta just keep going Nine Gotta keep grinding Y'all hear that? Nine Are you willing to do that For your dream? If you're if, not Then, then if You somebody, don't really want it Or that really ain't your passion If somebody dream. told you you can start today, but it's gonna take you about nine years. You gonna have some successes on the way, but it's gonna take you nine years to get what you want. Are you gonna still do it? That's what you gotta ask yourself. I am. Oh, oh yeah, no, nah, I, I did. You did nine more and nine more. I did, and I am. I did, and I am. <laughs> and I will. And we shall. And we shall. <laughs> and, we, and we will. Because <laughs> the thing about it is, what I'm, where I'm going now, because. Uh, where, where yeah, a, once you start, there's no reason to stop because then forever, forever, for the rest of your life, you're gonna be thinking, "What if you know?" Nah, <clears throat> nah, I can't. Have I can that. live with a lot of things. I can't live with no regret. Nah, 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 I nah, can't nah. live with regret. Nah, nah, because I can live with not being friends with Rome no more. But I can't live with regret. You can't live like that either. Cause that's then, true. That's true. <laughs> but that's just how you like. We live for this. Like we wake up and we this is what we do. Like we don't have to do this. We we want to do this. Like that's a it's a not difference. even live or want. We were meant to do and this. meant our story alone. The way we were brought together. The way God put us together is is not a coincidence. Like how how Gary Vee the other day was listening. He was like he was like I breathe business. He was like that's what I do. And you can nobody could question it. You couldn't you couldn't nobody could question. It. You could just look at it and be like yeah he's not he's not playing. We we breathe like creativity. Like if I'm not creating at this point in my life, I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's it's so bad. Maybe that, eating something. Shut up. <laughs> it's so bad that if I'm out with somebody or just trying to have a you know just a down day, like just chill, your mind's still coming up with skits. You still just thinking about it, and that's how you know when you just love. Like you just always thinking about it. You might tell the person you with. Oh, I just thought a funny idea. They be like, I don't know what you're talking Can about. Can I say a joke? I got to get it out. Go ahead, get it out. All right. You are highly unsuccessful at down days. That's you always out and about. <laughs> You're successful in a lot of things, but down days, you are unsuccessful there, buddy. <laughs> you are a catastrophic failure in down days. If Fuck down days was a job, you'd be unemployed. <laughs> I'd be on the brink. I'd be on. I'd be on the top of hilarious. Block. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it's wait, just, wait, one more joke. And right now he's fully dressed, which means he's not about to have a down day. <laughs> See, Cam thinks when I go out, I be out partying. I I'm be not out, saying you out partying. I, I be know out. you're not out partying. <laughs> but I do. You be out. That ain't a down day. It is a down day to me. That's my down day. For other people, that's a different down day. I have down days. <laughs> I am I am the president of down days. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Emmanuel are the presidents of down days. Emmanuel is the owner and CEO. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just gotta. We just always think about it, so that's how we know. You just gotta live it. You gotta love it. Uh, so Spike Jones, one of my favorite directors. I just came across this video today that he. Um, if y'all don't know who Spike Jones is, he's a writer and director. Um, he did the movie Her, 
with Jaqueen Phoenix and mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. He also um, is the creative director of Viceland. Um, he done a few others. A lot of yeah. music videos that you know. Some documentary stuff. A lot of great documentaries. He's just a, a great creative talent. So he released a short film featuring FKA Twigs and Anderson Pack mm-hmm. for Apple. Mm-hmm. I loved it. This is old, right? This is this is March 6, 2018. Okay, well, I didn't see that. <laughs> and it's for Apple. Um, it's for their home pod thing. That's just like everything else. <laughs> but he would have called me. I would have been there in a heartbeat. That was yeah. one of my favorite creators, yeah. man. But the video was so aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. I watched it like ten times this morning, and I like the song that Anderson Pack does. I like Anderson Pack, but um, okay. it's called <laughs> <laughs> it's called Till It's Over. So if you guys want to go look at that song, it's on YouTube. It's called Till It's Over. I'm and about to watch that immediately after this. Yeah, no, it's really good, and it's just basically um, a short. It's like a four minute. It's basically a music video, but it's a short film. But it's just a girl, and she's dancing and moving stuff in her room. And the visual aspect is like it's wild. But Remember that one I showed y'all a couple of years ago with the robot? Yeah. That was good too. That that was that go was watch really that good. one too, y'all. I can't remember the name of it. It came out years ago, but type in years ago with the robot. Yeah, but Spike Jones a robot short film. Great. Somebody gonna cuss us. All the directors and creators I like are just style stylistic. That's why it's hard to watch something regular and then be pleased. You know what I'm saying? For if you if that's your eye and if that's what you it's hard for you to look at something and be honest with yourself, be like, I liked that because in your mind you're like that could have been so much I there's so many things and that's I completely agree it's a movie you know what that movie is I'm not gonna say it because it's a very unpopular opinion out here okay that if I say this movie was bad uh-huh. but one of the reasons I thought this movie was bad it was highly successful was it was nothing oh, okay. I ain't saying it I gotta be groundbreaking <laughs> but it was nothing special about the directing yeah. it was just everything was so you're saying so even if the story was regular say, so, say the story stayed the exact same mm-hmm. but the shots were cool you would've gave it a little it's pass. not even about the shots being cool but it's just about being creative with it that's what I'm saying if the shots were creative like stylish you might've would've gave it a little I mean even if the story was still the same yeah the story because the story yeah, is what it is what it is yeah but I'm just saying it could, it, it, I felt like they didn't try nothing creative yeah. shot wise like yeah. everything was just flat it was just traditional just shoot here just shoot over here. the shoulder over okay, the shoulder move here they didn't it wasn't it just really was nothing they didn't give me nothing like yeah. not one creative mm-hmm. shot like that I'm like yeah. come on man yeah. I ain't gonna name this movie. We'll yeah. talk about it after. You probably know. What movie I know exactly what movie you're talking about. <laughs> yep, exactly. I what know that what is. movie you're talking about. Um, but you know, that's why whatever we do, we wanna, and that's why it was hard for us to just keep doing regular skit because we just like it got to be, you know, as creators, we wanna, we don't wanna just give y'all regular. Like we trying to do a different shot, do this and that, and. It's like just, when when I see the the people I like pushing the envelope like Edgar Wright and Baby Driver like this man was editing to the music yeah like he, he picked was. the song and made a movie around a song he I said he wanted to make a video. movie around a one song what it made huh do you remember what it's called the the movie everything great about Baby Driver okay everything great if you watch Baby Driver go to Baby YouTube Driver. and watch this video everything great about Baby Driver okay. man you'll put me on it. And it breaks down all the stuff that made this gotta great. Watch that. And there's so many things that you miss that's just crazy. That's why you gotta watch. So, Sometimes with movies like that, you have to watch two times. Because if you don't, you'll miss. <laughs> Even Black Panther had it. it was stuff in there that I wanted to, that I didn't see the first time. It's like you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it again. Gotta, and low key, sorry to but, but backtrack a little bit with the Oscars. I understand why Dunkirk won a lot of like sound and all that stuff, but editing. Baby driving that that's 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 that's, that's a lot. Crazy. That's, <laughs> but then when I think about them, them war movies, it'd be that crazy is, too. Yeah. And when you think about the 
you didn't watch it yet, but the style they decided to tell the story in was a little different. A little different. And oh, then okay. I was like, it it took me a while to catch it. I'm like, okay, that's what they doing. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Oh. Well, that's fair. It's still not one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it wasn't one of my favorites. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. The suspense is ridiculous, but that's Christopher Nolan. That's what he do. But suspense. That 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 editing Baby Driver was crazy, man. Like. like like the time, all this stuff. Like the one of the opening songs when he's walking to the coffee shop, mm-hmm. when he gets to the cash register, his dialogue is the song in the break of the song where it could do yeah, yeah, okay. It's like the time this stuff. That's crazy. Like you can't miss one beat. And that's you can tell a filmmaker, editor, or whatever that cares. You know what I'm saying? You could tell when someone cares because you see it and you're like, all right, they didn't just put this together. This was strategic. It was it was well thought out. It was, and that's that's the type of creator Every detail that I want to be. Like, there's a scene at that opening where he walks by this graffiti on the wall in the background. It's like it's red heart with all this stuff around it. When um and it's and it's and it's, it's I mean it's not a red heart it's a black heart with mm-hmm. all this graffiti around it. Mm-hmm. He's waiting in the coffee shop. He sees this girl walk by who will turn out to be obviously the main love interest. Walk by, she passes by the heart, and if you're not paying attention, the heart changes to red soon as she walks by, letting you know that's the love interest. But you would never know that unless you just Come on, man. watch this maybe three, four times. Like it's crazy Come the amount on, of man. detail. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So for those who are creators, just care about your work, man. It's, it makes that much more difference to the to the person watching, to the audience. They can tell. They like. All right, I appreciate that because I appreciate someone who takes time like that because they don't have to do that. They can just shoot it, do their thing, and you know it be a be it. That's what takes a good movie to a great movie <laughs> when you one of the last great ones i did that was this whole um cloverfield trilogy yeah, yeah like if you if you watch the last one you know you had cloverfield and you had the 10 cloverfield lane yeah. and then you had the cloverfield paradox yeah paradox right mm-hmm. there's a video on there breaking down how all three connect that's wild genius like jj abrams and them they are fooling the <laughs> amount of connections from each movie and that, the hidden messages crazy. in there that they had that you could just plainly see is is crazy, and that's why I want to do a movie. I want to put things in there where mm-hmm. you got to go back and like, oh shit, that was that was a poster for this movie they doing now. That was in this movie, and they about to, um, and they're about to do the fourth one, Cloverfield, and ain't no telling what that's going. They could have ended it on Paradise for me. They could they could stop right there, but I'm gonna go watch it. I got to now. Got, I'm yeah. too invested. Yeah, you now, once you in there, you you in there. <laughs> but, but speaking of things, um. You know they could ending. Um, is Snapchat dead? <laughs> I don't. I don't like to say things are dead. It is on a decline because it could have a spike randomly. Like I feel like it could have one of those things where they they come up with some new feature and it and it boosts something. But it's definitely on decline for me personally, for sure on a decline. I've heard others say the same thing, but there also are a lot of people out there who still use it on a regular. If you don't use it, then you probably will feel like it's definitely on decline. But it's seven billion people in the world, so I, don't I know. never was really into Snapchat. Yeah, I deleted two accounts. This is my third one. You know, just for dormtainment. But I just don't hear people talking about it, like especially ever since you know IG came and took all their features. Yeah. Humbleton. Yeah. So it's like I don't really hear people talking about it like that. It don't seem that active anymore. I don't know. I think it might be a lot. It might be an overload for people because they're having to move from Snapchat to Instagram, put stuff on there. Instagram put stuff on Snapchat, then put stuff on Twitter. They can just do it all on IG. And they could do it all on IG. And I think if you're not a person that knows balance, you have to pick one. Or if you're not a person who's good at multitasking, multi-socialing, it's just I don't think multi-socialing 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 yeah I just just made it up multi-socialing I'm sounding like a little country off the coast of India (laughs) (laughs) 
Multi-socialism. Multi-socialism. Yeah, and then I, but I don't know if it's dead yet. I need to read some articles because I haven't even seen like the usage or the numbers or. Oh, the numbers were down last year. Yeah, I know they were down know last year. This year, yeah. but I just I feel like it's declining. I feel yeah. like when we were at the dinner the other night, you I seen everybody was on IG. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see nobody who was like get on my snap. Really, I didn't see it. Um, but hey, man. I don't know, but I think there's an there's gonna be an. Of course, we know there's gonna be more social networks coming up soon. I just don't. It's know. It's been a while. Just don't know what they it's are. Been a while. Snapchat was the latest. Snapchat was the latest. And I haven't. It's been a while. You know, usually it's every five years or so. Someone at Tristina's party told me to download Vero. I haven't went on there to see what it is. I just downloaded it so I can see if I get ahead of the curve. What is it? I haven't went on there yet. But I'm but, saying, I know you asked her oh, what it's it social, was. It's a social network. They said it's a new social network. They they, they didn't even have it with too many details. It's called Vero. So, V-E-R-O? Yep. V-E-R-O. Um, I'm not sure. Look up the description. Yeah. But I was like, let me just download it. Because it could be one of those things where you just never know. Um <clears throat> I'm tell y'all, man, y'all lucky for dorm team. It wasn't for dorm team, and I probably wouldn't have a lot of these things. Uh, Vero, true to life, featured as the best new app in over 100 countries. Vero makes sharing online more like real life. That means naturally choosing which posts get seen by who, whether it's a photo, a song, a book, a movie recommendation, a cool restaurant, or a great article. Now you can share more, always being sure who will and won't see your post. Categorize your contacts as close friends, friends, or acquaintances. Stay in full control of who hears what about you. Share experiences freely with different contact groups. Oh. So that's that's that. Um, I watched. I'm trying to figure out what exactly this is. Chameleonaire had a 23-minute talk about his app, Combos. I saved that. I was supposed to watch that. And yeah. I'm like. You need to get on that. I, I mean, I, I got it. I mean, I got it. And I, this is going to sound funny, y'all, but I spoke with him the other day. Like, what's the other day? Maybe like, what's today? Monday? Maybe like Friday. And I told him because I finally watched it. And because I, I told him to keep me up on the text. For those who don't know, Chameleon is, well, one, we found out he was a fan of ours and we were a fan of his. So we connected on that level. But then we also connected in the tech level. And I said, "Hey, man, keep me connected with the with the whatever's going on up there." I meant to watch that. And so that he too. sent me like a newsletter with stuff, and that that talk was in there. So I watched it, and I was like, "Yo, like, you this is cool." On the phone? No, I was I was texting him. I was texting him. Yeah, and <laughs> and he was just saying, "Yeah," he was like, "We all gonna be a part of this wave," and I think his I think it might do good, but. I just still have to get on there and really mess with it. It's still early, but it's called Combos. And so I think you guys will be seeing that soon. He's a smart guy. He's a, he's a really smart guy. And so shout out to him um, for even, you know, letting us be a part of that. But, yeah. So if you ain't up on tech, man. I mean, I get it if you're not up on tech. But, you know, hey, tech is the is the world right now. So Definitely. <laughs> you have to be a part yeah. of technology. It just, it's it's going to move on without you. Definitely, and you Can't don't deny it. you don't want to be prehistoric. Then you'd be out here looking like a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> that's a bad joke. I know it's I know. funny, but it's a bad I mean, joke. I mean, I just sometimes you just got. I'm gonna laugh. At just got to throw it out there. You don't want to be prehistoric looking like, like a dinosaur. dinosaur. That's one of them dinner jokes where you just gotta let it sit and just go move on. I just know how to move on. You know, some people don't know how to move on from the joke. And uh, they Cleveland. Did I have something about Cleveland of sports? Oh, the combine. We've been watching the combine. Um, but you already know I'm excited about that football. You know, football officially comes back next week. Is the official, you know, start of the league year, mm-hmm. March 14th. So free mm-hmm. agency starts. It's time. Free agency in April. The draft starts, and then is on the training camp and OTAs and mini camps. And before you know it, Sundays will be back with this football on TV. <laughs> We we were talking. I was talking to Sonoris yesterday, and I was like, Sonoris and uh, my cousin Jesse Boykins the third. Make sure you get the Bartholomew album. It's out now. Uh, we was talking yesterday, and 
these I can't call them kids. These young men who are coming up in the, you know, in the combine the league and college, they're built different. I say that because Sonoza tell me there there's a facility in Oregon that his friend trains at where they start you at nine years old. You come after school or whenever and you run drills, you get meal meal plans from nine till eighteen when you out of high school. When we was playing football, what was we eating after the games? I don't even know what the fuck. Oh yeah, all type of McChickens, everything. So the bodies were different. These these kids are actually being groomed to excel. Like they're being like nurtured and harbored in this facility. It's almost like a lab <laughs> creating these athletes. And then so then when you see them in the combine, everybody running fast and they big and it's like. I see why because they have more. It's more. It's more information. Back to the previous point: technology changes. You gain more knowledge. You get more yeah. research. So things will get better. It's like looking at football players from the '60s and looking at football players now. They're built different. They built different. They got more stuff now. They got more knowledge. So of course they're gonna eat better. They got more weights to lift. They got better training techniques. And 20 years from now, they're gonna look different from how they look now. Um, they gonna look like it's gonna. They gonna look like. Avatar, they're gonna be ten feet. That's why, like, you can deny anything you want, but it's gonna keep moving without you. Oh yeah, definitely. Growth is, you know, a constant, and it it should be, it should always be. But I just thought about that. I was like, I was just watching. I was like, yo, these guys are like twenty two, and they be like six six two. 60 I just like, want them Let us go out there One year and do it For charity And run these drills It'll be funny it's the 40, Which drill you wanna do The 40 and the gauntlet That's gonna be fun I'm My knee's gonna be hurting After the 40 But oh, It's gonna be fun Oh yeah It's definitely gonna, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun, fun. <laughs> If I can get anywhere Near my fastest time I'll be happy Here's what I Here's what I like About this group Most of us aren't afraid To embarrass us I know I'm not I don't care I'll go out there And just You put me out In the middle of it I'm just gonna do it. Put me in pads. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be funny because it's been a minute. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so funny playing baseball. Anything, anything. Put me out there. Put us against a basketball team. Anything's gonna be funny, and I'll film it and put it on, put it on YouTube or wherever. But um, yeah, if you want to see us in the combine, y'all, just wait a couple years. We gonna we see if they let us do it. Oh yeah. Um. All right, I think we can do some uh, questions if we have any, unless you have something else you need to no, that's all I had. get off your chest. Um, somebody asked what type of TV show we do, more like Chappelle show or more like sitcom. Honestly, I'm open. I'm always open because not a big fan of sitcom. I'm not a fan like of sitcom. Like, I never but I'm wanted open. to do a sitcom. It's a lot of them I love to watch, but if, if that's the question, then more Dave Chappelle. Yeah, sketch. Sketch show. Um, so someone said, uh, "Hey Felicia," said, "Is it ever okay to talk to multiple people when you are not in a full relationship?" Yeah, yeah. because you're single. Come on, Felicia. Hey Felicia, you know that. You you know good. You know good. You here. I think a lot of people they think that if you are. Say there's somebody that you're dating, they feel like you can't talk to other people. But I was like, but that's what that's what dating kind of is. Like you, you're trying to see. To me, if you feel bad, you, just be. You should always be honest, but just yeah. be extra honest. They actually are you talking to other people? Yeah, yeah. because letting let the chips fall where they may. Because honesty gonna get you further with yeah. that person than trying to sneak around. I guess because then what you've done is you throwing the ball on their side of the court. So if they want to still talk to you, they yeah. can't say nothing else because you done told them. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like I'm talking to this person or that person. When I'm single, I'm single. If I'm in a relationship, then it's just me and you. So there you go, Felicia. So keep talking if you out there talking. Talk oh, you talking you if you asking the question. Maybe she just had a you know well, who is she talking to talking to other people. <laughs> One of the two. Somebody. You only ask that. Somebody question. talking. Yeah. Somebody talking. Is Iroma Lot and Cam from DT going to start podcasting on Anchor FM? I'm not even, I'm not even sure what that is. That's Write how, it down. Look it up. Anchor FM. Let me 
put it in my nose. Because is is this something we need to be we'll checking out? <laughs> it better not be nothing weird. It better be, it sound like a radio station. Obviously, it's either a radio station or it's a boat station. No boats and anchors, but alright, y'all ain't here for me. <laughs> maybe it's a radio on a boat. Maybe, or maybe it's a boat company selling anchors. This conversation, though. Um, <laughs> last thing I want to say before we get out of here is definitely read a book called "The Way of the Superior Man." I'm almost done with it. And it's been really good. Yeah, I gotta buy it. I, you know, I need it. I need that physical. Nah, I feel you. I usually need physical, but then I physically didn't have the money to go buy it, so I was just like, I'm just gonna use this PDF. How many pages? Two hundred and fifty-three. Yeah, that take me ten years. Hey <laughs> <laughs> right, man, email me the PDF. I just read. Two years. Yeah. Uh, I and it's I, good, I though, and I'm I didn't saying. like the PDF. But I've way of reading it first but now I realized they have bookmarks in the PDF I was like oh okay well I can but bookmark it, where I'm at good, you say. oh yeah no it's been phenomenal um, as soon as I get cause I was on my Gary V book but I, I started this and I was like oh I gotta finish this first and then I'm gonna go back to the Gary V book and, then and where do you read. rank it in your top books I let me finish it first let me finish it first I need to get but from right right now it's in top three for sure Jeez, all right. I yeah. definitely email that to me right after this. Right now, it's in the top three. Um, all right, guys. Well, I mean, that's all I got. That's all the questions we had. We didn't really have too many questions. Um, I, let me wait. Make sure I ain't have another question. Make sure I ain't miss nothing. Somebody said I missed Dorm Tamer skits. Hey, man, you know, working on bigger and better on stuff, bigger, man. So you, can have, you may get some skits here and there, but. That's not the main focus anymore right now, mm-hmm. but trust me, the stuff that we're working on when those things pop off, you will not miss skits. You definitely won't miss skits when those things pop off. So just get ready, prepare yourself. Um, thank you guys for listening. We will see you got well, we will you will listen to us because I can't necessarily see because we won't see them unless we wrap it up. Okay. All right, guys, tune in next week and uh <laughs> Latinas and Latinos. Uh, Latinas and Latinos. And uh, we'll leave you with this last thing. Morning. Mm-hmm.